Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code Sport of Kings, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code Sport of Kings when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password, and you're off to the races. Up to 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit National Gambling Support Line 800-522-4700. The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all-new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Muckleshoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Horse Racing Northwest and a little jump in our step here at Emerald Downs because the 2021 season just a few days away. Wednesday, May 19th, just around the corner. First race at 6 p.m. at Emerald Downs, followed by another card on Thursday, May 20th at 6 p.m. It's opening week next week. Joe with you along with Vince Prune, our director of media relations and the lid lifter not too far off, Vince. That's right, Joe. We have drawn cards for Wednesday, eight races, Thursday, nine races, some outstanding card uh, races, uh, very tough competitive races. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Our 25th anniversary season heading up to the actual 25th anniversary on June 20th. June 20th, 2021 will be birthday number 25 for Emerald Downs. That'll be the first Sunday we race. We're going to go Wednesday, Thursday at 6 p.m. from May 19th all the way through that week in June and pick up June 20th on Father's Day. And hey, go to emeralddowns.com to get tickets. That would be emeralddowns.com. Tickets are available. You need to sign up at our website. And uh, as we do our podcast here on Friday of the week, uh, tickets are going well. And by the way, for the first 10 days of the meeting, those first five Wednesday, Thursday cards, you can get a 20% discount if you go order your tickets and your seats right now. And we need to do that here in uh, the special uh, regulations, uh, government-wise. Uh, we need to know how many people are going to be in the building. And it is possible you could get shut out at the gate if the pre-sale of tickets exceeds our capacity during uh, the COVID time. So go to emeralddowns.com. Purchase your tickets there for the first five weeks, and you will save 20% as well. And a couple things on the wagering menu this year, a little bit different, Vince. It is, they are, yeah. First of all, we are introducing a Pentafecta, yeah. also known at some tracks as Super High Five. The object is to pick the top five finishers in exact order. 
Not an easy task. That's a 50 cent uh, wager uh, per combination. And we will do that on the final race each racing day, uh, beginning with race eight on Wednesday, race nine on Thursday. If no one has all five, then we carry over to the next day. Perfect. That is great. And it's called a Pentafecta. That's five. The first five finishers, as Vince said, the final race each race day at Emerald Downs. And again, uh, that's going to stimulate a few carryovers, which is always good for a little business the next day and more interest in Emerald Downs racing. And the uh, another change there toward the uh, last six races of the card. That's right. We'll now have a 20 cent jackpot pick six on the final six races. Again, each racing day, the final six races, 20 cent jackpot pick six that replaces the 20 cent jackpot pick seven of course which we've had for several years here at emerald downs and uh that'll be interesting to see what happens yeah indeed so uh we're gonna have our course our pick five as well and we had we get a carryover in that every now and then um 15 takeout on superfectas is outstanding that continues but uh as vince said now a 20 cent Pick six jackpot wager, last six races of each race day, and the new Pentafecta, the pick five in the final race on the card. A uh, little news there on wagering. Um, again, get your seats at emeralddowns.com. If you are a licensed horse person, you can bring in one guest. You need to enter the gate with that guest. Again, uh, we just need to keep track of who's coming in, how many, and uh, to keep our social distancing going as things are moving in the right direction, it seems. Uh, rules and regulations wise here in 2021. Uh, Preakness is Saturday, uh, Saturday, May 15th. Emerald Downs will open early for that. And a big card at Pimlico, of course, tomorrow, the second jewel in the Triple Crown. We'll talk a little bit more about that. We're also going to talk with our two-time defending training champion, Frank Lucarelli. He's going to join us here on Horse Racing Northwest, as is jockey Kevin Radke. Yes, jockey Kevin Radke. He's going to be riding at Emerald Downs here in 2021. That is just great news. He is a real pro. Uh, the last, uh, well, 13 years... Uh, we haven't seen him on horseback here at Emerald Downs. He has ridden some in the Midwest. Uh, always a very popular rider, a real professional. Had a great run here at Emerald Downs. So those will be a couple of our guests. We'll talk a little more Emerald Downs racing for our first two days. Again, next Wednesday and Thursday at 6 p.m. And uh, Vince, let's take a short break. We're going to come back with trainer Frank Lucarelli here on Horse Racing Northwest. Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code SPORTOFKINGS, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining, as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code SPORTOFKINGS when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password, and you're off to the races. Up to 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibited, national gambling support line 800-522-4700. 
Horse Racing Northwest continues. Thanks for joining us again. Emerald Downs, our 25th birthday coming up on June 20th this year. And we'll be racing on that Sunday. It's Father's Day and uh, Father joining us. He also was here on June 20th, 1996. And uh, Vince, this individual uh, is a number one slot in all kinds of significant trainer categories. Sure is, Joe. Frank Lucarelli, number one all time, 1,067 wins, number one in purses, seven training titles, including the last two, second in stakes wins with 53. Last year, Joe, 42 wins in just 38 days. Yeah. So uh, Luke is on a roll, to say the least. Yeah, and of course, he had that 81 win season in 2019, which sets the single season record. He was our leading stakes trainer last year. And uh, things are just going pretty good for trainer Frank Lucarelli. Frank, uh, joining us on Horse Racing Northwest. Hi, Frank. Hi, how are you doing? Good to have you on, man. Uh, currently in Texas, where you have... Uh, uh, quite a few horses down there that you campaigned at Houston, now at Lone Star, and uh, you took a few from uh, your stable up here at the end of the Emerald Down season, and things are going pretty well for you. Uh, congratulations on your recent successes down there, Frank. Yeah, thanks. It's been okay. Uh, you know, when you go somewhere new, you never know exactly what to expect and what how your horses fit and stuff, but our horses from Emerald, my horses from Gold Gate seem to fit real fine down here that's great and uh frank in action at lone star on this particular day and uh we see you are in action at emerald downs we uh, do want to see your face up here a lot this uh spring and summer frank sure i'm hoping to be there i like <laughs> being home and uh, i spend most of my time there once we get rolling so i do have a few here at lone star and i'm kind of filtering out a golden gate so i'll uh spend most of my time up there at emerald downs you know what, Frank? It's it's kind of a light opening week for you. Just three starters, which uh, is light for you. Um, all three, however, are morning line favorites. Yeah, I didn't know that. I haven't <laughs> looked at that yet, but that's good. That's a good thing. It I is. Think that's, uh, I always have more success running favorites than 20 to 1. <laughs> Frank, uh, you know, you just have done such a great job uh, building up your clientele over several decades now. Um you get uh, a lot of two-year-olds, you have three-year-old maidens, you have tra uh, clients, uh, owners that like to claim, you have uh, stakes horses, number two all-time there, coming off a good win with stakes. Uh, how's your uh, clientele? And of course, Chad and Josh are uh, two-time defending owning champions as well. They're a significant part of your stable, but uh, you got a pretty varied stable again this year? Yeah, I do. I have a good group, uh, you know, mostly the same people back and uh, their interests are still still there and like to claim a few. We've claimed uh, several down here in uh, Sam Houston, Lone Star, and uh, and I have some good good old time clients and good friends of mine that put together some horse syndicates and have a lot of fun with that. So, you know, overall, uh, you know, we should hopefully have uh, business as the usual and have uh have some success so that's always good yeah no it, it's been a tremendous run uh your whole career seven titles at emerald downs and and as vince went over the records also frank won the first five races on a saturday in the 2019 uh, season to tie the washington state record for a trainer five wins and one card 
another feather there. Um, Frank, last year you won stakes up here with Killarney Lass, Elliott Bay, Gold Crusher, time for gold. Uh, Killarney Lass already winner down in Phoenix this year. Elliott Bay hasn't performed as well in Texas as maybe he left off at Emerald Downs. Gold Crusher, uh, time for gold. Uh, are those horses expected to be back uh, for 2021? Uh, Elliot Bay's there. He didn't like these tracks. They're a little uh, deeper and cuppier. They run quite a bit slower, and he just seemed to struggle mm-hmm. through it. So I tried him on turf once, and he actually had a really rough trip and ran a really pretty good race, but then I couldn't get him back on turf. So we shipped him back home, and uh, we left Gold Crusher down here. And uh, and as far as uh, time for Gold, we're just giving her the whole summer off. You won't see her. Okay. Um, she went to uh, Phoenix and just wasn't right and skinny and so i just we just kicked her out and then um um killarney lass is back she's there and and doing good and she ran a couple nice races at uh at uh turf paradise so hopefully she'll be able to compete in the stakes again this year yeah the stakes winner here at emerald downs killarney lass each of the past two seasons she is really capable of some huge performances and we know she likes this oval uh you had a two-year-old filly last year by the name of Patricia L. Patricia L. by yeah. Shanghai Bobby. And I remember coming around your barn after she ran, and, and you said, well, that's it for her this year, but she's really grown and she loves her game. I see she's had several works. Uh, are you high on her for 2021? Yeah, I am. She's uh, she's grown. She's a big filly, and uh, she's a little uh, mentally last year as a two-year-old. She was having a tough time handling everything really well, but she seems a little better this year and hopefully she'll uh, settle down. I think if she settles down, she could be a really good filly. So uh, she's training well and excited to get her going again. She's ready to run. Good to hear. Frank, I imagine yeah. you travel a lot. What's a typical week for you <laughs> like right now? Well, how, how much time do you spend there or here? Well, it's been kind of crazy. I finally got Turf Paradise over with, and then I've got like 12 left at Golden Gate Field, so I've been stopping there. But I've been trying to spend the last uh, oh month or so at Emerald some, and I've been up there like seven, eight days, and then I come to Lone Star for four or five, and then I'll wheel back to Golden Gate for two or three, and then back up home for seven or eight. So I come back up on uh, Monday, um, home Monday, and then I'm going to stay there probably through the first two weeks of racing and then have to make another trip to Lone Star and then start filtering out of Golden Gate. So I won't make but another trip or two there, but I'll get down here in another three or four weeks to where I'm just doing the Lone Star and Emerald and I'll spend, uh, you know, 75% of that time up there at Emerald. Like I said, it's home and I love it at Emerald and I like being home. So it's a good time of year for me to be up there. Great. Yeah, we love having, we love seeing Frank out there uh, on the apron, uh, getting ready to watch yeah. his horses and uh, just a tremendous run, especially of late. And uh, I don't know if you heard this or not, kind of sad news in the industry for sure. Harbor the Gold, the sire passed away this week uh, at yeah. age 20. And uh, boy, you had a lot of good sons of Harbor the Gold and daughters, namely Time for Gold, last year state champion. Uh, that that's a tough deal he is going to have of course runners for the next several seasons but uh uh what about your young horses this year frank do you uh, have a few two-year-olds you're uh, high on yeah i do i have a harbor the gold filly actually that's doing really well and i have a 
Colt by Harbley Colts. I had fortunate to have a couple. He's been an awesome sire up there, as oh. everybody knows. And anytime you can get your hands on one of those, you you have a chance. You know, you have a shot at getting a good horse. And so I'm glad to have those. And we did go to Kentucky and buy some horses and uh, and as usual and picked up some. So right now they're getting ready and they're all getting ready to work their you know, first three eighths and stuff. So they're progressing well and bigger in June, maybe we'll have them ready for the four and a half. But, uh, you know, everybody gets high on babies and <laughs> you kind of get like in some early and then things change a little as you go. But, uh, you know, hopefully every year, you just kind of hope that you get a couple of them that, uh, perform. And we've been pretty fortunate over the years to, to get one or two a year. So yeah, it's exciting. It those that's one, part of the game that's real exciting you know you bring in a horse that runs for eight wherever he runs and you kind of know what you got you've got somewhere in that 75 to 10 kind of horse but babies you always have that dream of that real good horse and of course you can you can get a nice horse so yeah we're we're excited for the babies to get going another month or so we'll have a little better idea where we are very good frank lucarelli joining us uh Defending training champion, uh, has had a pretty busy 2021 already, and Emerald Downs starting just around the corner, a big presence here. Frank, uh, uh, continued good success in Texas, and we will see you up here soon uh, next week for opening week at Emerald Downs. Yep, I'm excited. I always get excited when Emerald gets run again, so I'm uh, excited to get up there. Thanks for all your help uh, as well. Frank, always real uh, yep. gracious with the media. So good luck, Frank. Anytime, see you soon. Anytime. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you, Frank. We'll see you soon. Thank you. Frank Lucarelli right. joining us on Horse Racing Northwest. And uh, speaking of Harbor the Gold and Frank Lucarelli, uh, Mach 1 Rules was an undefeated juvenile here, four for four during his season. And, of course, Track Attacker was absolutely sensational. Finally did get beat in the Godstein Futurity, but, boy, his sprint prowess. And there's just a couple. And, of course, Time for Gold was uh, record-breaking last year here at Emerald Downs as a, as a juvenile filly for Luke Riley. And uh, Gold Crusher. Gold Crusher uh, was uh, – um, I'm just kind of talking juveniles there, but oh, uh, right. that's okay. Yeah. That's all right. <laughs> okay. Hey, thanks to Frank Lucarelli. Uh, and we'll take a short break here on Horse Racing Northwest. Come back with much more on our podcast as Emerald Downs right around the corner. The biggest and best of the Northwest just got even better. Introducing the all-new Muckleshoot Rewards Program with three tiers and extraordinary benefits. Play with your Muckleshoot Rewards card to earn points for free play and qualify for dining discounts, gifts, and much more. The more you play, the more you earn. Enjoy more benefits than ever before with the new Muckleshoot Rewards Program. Muckleshoot Casino, the biggest and best in the Northwest. Horse Racing Northwest, thanks for joining us on our podcast from Emerald Downs. We're going to be going every week as well once the season starts, which is just next week. Once again, racing Wednesday and Thursday, May 19th and 20th, first race, 6 p.m. Get your tickets at emeralddowns.com. And again, for those first five weeks, uh, five Wednesdays and five Thursdays, the first 10 days of the meet, you can get a 20% discount by signing up online at emeralddowns.com. Admission includes a program this year. No smoking in the facility. Uh, concessions are cashless, so use your card for concessions. And uh, we're just looking forward to 
uh, getting the season underway. And we've got a jockey that has uh, not on the list from last year, Vince. He's returning, and everybody at the track is happy to see this name. You bet. And put together a few numbers on, on our guest here. And he hasn't ridden here since 2008 when he had 100 wins. Um, yeah. So even though he hasn't ridden here since then, he still ranks eighth in wins all time at Emerald Downs, 532. Seventh in win percentage, 19.85. Uh, eighth in stakes, 25. Um, eighth in earnings, over 5 million. And he had titles here with uh, 143 wins in 2002, 144 wins in 2003. He had a six-win day, which ties the track record. And at Golden Gate Fields, he was the guy who broke Russell Bayes' amazing streak of consecutive titles. Kevin won the title at Golden Gate in 2003-2004. Yeah, Kevin Radke. Kevin Radke joining us on Horse Racing Northwest, and he is on the overnight listed to ride opening week. Kevin, welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much, Joe. I appreciate it. Kevin, so good to have you back in the Pacific Northwest. Vince, this is a guy that was just super popular with the fans. I mean, his consistency, you ask any trainer, he would put a horse in the right place and he would finish. And uh, his stats were tremendous. He did have some great years. He probably could have won a couple more titles save for a late season, little bit of a physical bang-up injury type thing. In fact, when you mentioned he won 100 races in 2008, he was going to win the title that year. He had a clear lead and couldn't ride the last three weeks of the meet. But, uh, Kevin, uh, we remember so many uh, great moments from you in Emerald Downs history, and we're looking forward to more. Uh, You have ridden some races since 2008. Tell us how your career has gone over those last many years. Well, I took some time off. You know, I got completely out of the business in, I think, eight years. So I didn't ride until 16, mm. which, again, I only rode about four months. And then I rode again in 18 for about four or five months. So I really haven't ridden consistently since I left here, um, other than them two little short stints. I think I might have rode 400 horses in those two short stints. Okay, and, you know, 400 uh, mounts, there's a lot of morning work going on to, to get ready for all those rides and to keep mounts and, and racing in Ohio. You rode the half-million-dollar Ohio Derby. That had to be a thrill in, in one of your comeback years. But uh, nonetheless, uh, physically, um, you know, you did get banged up a little bit there, but you've always been kind of a tough guy with a, with a strong upper body, and uh, you've always paid attention to detail that way physically, taking care of business. Uh, uh, what got you back here in the Pacific Northwest? And by the way, we're glad to have you, man. Well, thank you. I'm, I'm glad to be here. You know, I, I mentioned earlier, you know, this this is like my home, I'll be honest. You know, it's like I can refer it back to wrestling in high school. Um, I didn't go on to wrestling college because, and everybody asked why. So, well, it wasn't the same. Um, wrestling in, in the gym in Solon High School with, you know, hundreds of fans, it was exciting. In college, you know, there's maybe five, ten people in the stands. It was just, I didn't do it because I, you know, I didn't like the situation. And the same goes for Emerald Downs. This is the greatest place to ride. And I could, at least for me, it is, you know, the fans, I know it's different with COVID, but what a nice place. You know, I remember 10,000 people being there on Mother's Day. So that, you know, excites me. But what 
to answer your question, what got me back here was I met the greatest woman in the world. Nice. And I met her here on Mile Day in 2011. And, you know, with the exception of the both of us being a little stubborn over the last 11 years or 10 years, we're, we're back together and we bought a farm here on uh, in Auburn. And so so that's the whole point of me coming here. And I just figured, well, I'll go down there and try to generate some business for for boarders or for, for breaking horses for the winter. And, you know, I started getting on horses. I started getting fit and the weight started coming off without even trying and and, and, you know, I'm working for the Coopers and, you know, it's a first class outfit and it, that out that they made me want to ride that, know, just being back in it. Oh, that's that's just great. You know, you came out here, you bought the farm, uh, get on horses to, to get fit and uh, keep your fitness. And it's led to Kevin saying, I'm going to give this a shot. And yeah, Jim Penny, of course, his daughter Kay Cooper has been running the barn here at Emerald Downs. Uh, well, ever since we started, really, Jim was the overseer and uh, I'm still very much involved until his passing a few years ago. But uh, Kevin, that is great. Yeah, we see you on the overnight riding several for the uh, the Kay Cooper barn. Um, and I'm sure you're excited to ride a couple of those in races because uh, you know a good horse when it's underneath you. But Vince, you know, Kevin has had other lives, too. I mean, he he is, uh, you know, rebuilt places, torn houses down, rebuilt them, uh, mechanical, plumbing, electric. Uh, the guy really uh, has kept busy over the years. He built a couple of different garbage companies and worked those. So those were successful because of his work and his work ethic. And Kevin, uh, you've really led an interesting life, but uh, we're really happy that you're still part of Northwest Horse Racing. And it sounds like you are too. Yeah, I'm, I'm extremely excited, you know, and let's talk about the rubbish business and that <laughs> crap. I, I'll be honest with you. That's just a, that was just an avenue to make money. You yep. know, my heart really wasn't in it. You know, I do have good work ethic, but this is what I belong to. And I'm, I'm never been happier doing this. And, you know, my original call was to Boone, my old agent, to see if he would take my book. And, you know, he's up in Creston, and he's five hours away, and his father's, I think, 88, so he really can't do it. And so I was going to go with no agent. Mm -hmm. And Howard Belvoir and Kay both said, hey, you ought to talk to this Aldo. He's a good kid. And. He's highly educated. He's a, he's a graduate from college. He's a, uh, an interpreter uh, for a second job. But he's a young kid. He's 28, but he's very smart. And I hired him because I just, I, I like him. And I think he's going to do well for me. You know, I just, for us, I, I, I really do. I think we're going to work well together. And he's talking about Aldo Matias, of course, the son of jockey yes. Javier Matias. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, you and Javier our colleagues have ridden against each other a lot. And yeah, I agree. Aldo's a bright young man. That's great. Uh, right. I, yeah, he'll do the work. You'll do good for him. He'll do well for you. Uh, and I see you're riding one for Kay in the uh, the top purse on Thursday, Fortune's Freuda, who had a good year last year, as you can tell by looking at her past performances. She almost beat a little less talk, who was our top older fillier mare last year. You've been getting on Fortune's Freuda at all, Kevin? I have. I actually, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm her Gallup boy because I work for Kay, and you know, I do enjoy that. So she's nice, 
you know, but the owner was there today and he said, boy, did you see that race? It's like a little stake race. You know, <laughs> so I know, I know it's a tough race, but you know, she's as tough as any of them and she's doing well. Good. That's great. Uh, boy, we wish you all the best success. Uh, again, so good to have Kevin back. Uh, he is going to work hard and he'll do well. And you can see Kevin in person at Emerald Downs next Wednesday and Thursday, first race at 6 p.m. Uh, get your tickets online and let's have a great season, Kevin. So good to have you back, man. Kevin Radke. Thank you, Joe. Thank you very much. I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Kevin. Thanks so much, Kevin, and we'll see you in the mornings and in the afternoons racing at Emerald Downs again. Okay, thanks to Kevin so much. Uh, you know, that is exciting. He is a big part of our history. He had a great run there in the 2000s, and um, he didn't win the mile. That's about all he didn't do around here. Just and, like Frank Lucarelli, our first yeah, guest, has done exactly. exactly everything but win the mile. And Kevin brings up a good point. Like him, I've been to a lot of racetracks, and I've told you this many times. One of the things I really enjoy here is the atmosphere during our races. It is very good. And uh, with fans allowed to come back this year, that's really going to uh, – just, you know, get everyone's uh, excitement level even a little bit higher. So, uh, and Kevin is, is a heck of a race rider. I don't have to tell you that. I've, I've watched him, not nearly as much as you, but I watched Northern Cal a lot when I was in California. He can ride with anybody. Oh, yeah. That year you mentioned he uh, broke Russell Bayes' strand. Yeah. He rode for uh, Russell's agent there, and Russell got hurt, and Kevin beat all those guys down there that year at Golden Gate. Huh? Yeah, and there was Chance Rollins and Bobby oh. Gonzalez and Ron Warren. And, you know, they had a good colony. Oh. And uh, But he was superb. He, you mentioned, Joe, he can really finish on a horse. Oh, boy. He's just a naturally strong, as you say, with that upper body. And he's got a good clock in his head. He's just a very professional race rider. And he started riding at a, at a pretty advanced age, you know, I he think. He did. You know, uh, compared to a lot of guys, which is yeah. why his win total, I think, is about 1,100 for his career which is a lot of wins, but certainly he would have a far higher total. He's had a lot of time in his life where he has not ridden. Yes, exactly. And he didn't start until, as you mentioned, I think he was uh, over 25 when he first started. He was 27. So, I looked 27. it up. Okay. Yeah, he was born in 71. His first mountain was in 98, 1998 at Thistledown. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, 27 to start riding. A lot of guys are, you know, 10-year veterans by then. That's right. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back with our final segment on Horse Racing Northwest. Have you heard about the new handicapping and betting app that is sweeping the nation? It's called First Bet, and it puts the power of AI-assisted handicapping, seamless wagering, and live HD video in the palm of your hand. Thousands of bettors have already made First Bet their way to handicap, bet, and watch more than 300 of the world's top tracks. Isn't it time for you to join them? And when you give First Bet a try today, you can cash in on a huge welcome bonus. Sign up with promo code SPORTOFKINGS, all one word, and you will get $10 just for joining, as well as a 10% rebate, up to $500 for your first 30 days. With that much free cash on the line, what do you have to lose? Get started at first.com slash bet. That's number one, st.com slash bet. And don't forget promo code Sport of Kings when you sign up. And if you already have an ExpressBet account, you're way ahead of the game. Simply log into FirstBet using your username and password and you're off to the races. Up to 18 years or older and 21 years old in certain states to open an account with FirstBet and reside in the state where such activity is legal, void to prohibit national gambling support line 800-522-4700. Horse Racing Northwest, once again, Emerald Downs opening week coming up May 19th and 20th, Wednesday and Thursday next week. First race, 6 p.m. Our time, 
Got the pent effect in the last race, the new 20 cent jackpot. Pick six, 15% takeout on Superfectas. Get your tickets at emeralddowns.com. You can save 20% buying tickets for the first 10 days of the season. Get your tickets at emeralddowns.com. Well, the Preakness is Saturday and a big long card at Pimlico. The Preakness is race number 13. It's going to go about 345 Pacific time. The elephant in the room uh, is not going to be there in the room at Pimlico, but he's got a couple horses in. He's got the current Kentucky Derby champion, Medina Spirit, and concert tour, speaking of Bob Baffert, who's... Uh, Legacy is uh, is taking a little bit of a hit. He has not lost the Kentucky Derby yet, but it doesn't look good for Mr. Baffert. Yeah, Joe, and you know I follow social media a bit, and and um, Baffert and our sport has kind of taken a beating in it in the last uh, few days. A lot of people think there's not a big issue with a the slight testing uh, above the threshold. I'm old school on this. You test. The horse is above the threshold. That's a positive test as far as I'm concerned. Everything else really doesn't matter. You mentioned that we got the split sample. We'll take it from there. Those usually don't come back any any different. And uh, the horse should be DQ'd. It's a shame. A uh, heck of a horse. And uh, doesn't mean uh, Bob Baffert's not a hell of a horseman. He is. He's one of the best all time. Um, but he is beginning to have uh, a little bit of a record, you know, and uh, it's unfortunate. And um, but as far as I'm concerned, we have thresholds for a reason and uh, the horse was over it. So uh, uh, DQ. Yeah. Yeah. It's not cancel culture. It's what you said. There are thresholds for these uh, certain medications and uh, he's over the threshold uh, the split test is going to come back, and it generally comes back the same, 99 point some percent. So if that's the case, then it looks like Medina Spirit will not be the official winner of the 2021 Kentucky Derby. Uh, and it just, you know, from my point of view, Baffert just seems to, I don't know, you wouldn't associate the words being sloppy are saying silly things with Bob Baffert over the years at all. A tremendous horseman. He and, has uh, 220 grade one uh, wins or whatever it yeah. is. So, no, he knows the drill. But uh, this past uh, couple of weeks have uh, been a little different in his life. And uh, let's uh, hope we can move forward from here. Um, Medina Spirit, super tough horse, front runner, game horse, has speed, uh, beat 18 in the Kentucky Derby. I think he's easily the horse to beat tomorrow at Pimlico over his stablemate concert tour. My price horse in there would be Crowded Trade, the number four horse by More Than Ready. Uh, just three races in his career. Most recently, five to two in a nine-horse field in the Wood Memorial on April 3rd. Was way back early uh, into a slow pace. Closed well to be beaten a length and a quarter behind Bourbonic and Dynamic 1. Uh, Javier Castellano tomorrow for Chad Brown on 10 to 1 morning line crowded trade. I think he can move forward in there. I'll see. So that makes a lot of sense to me, Joe, because I'm as I stand, I, I hard for me. You mentioned Medina Spirit looks really tough. And, and if he falters, the stablemate concert tour looks really tough. But uh, yeah, you sold me on okay. the Chad Brown runner. All right. Uh, Emerald Downs next week. Let's talk a little Emerald Downs. And uh on Wednesday, our opening day starts at 6 p.m. Uh, we've got a pretty solid sprint there around mid-card. The fifth race is a 12-5 claimer. Fuzzy Dolphin won that nice sprint at 6.5 last year. 
in the wet fast track. It was his first win since he was a stakes winner at age two. Uh, he's one of the speed horses in there. Then you got several first time runners for Emerald Downs in the field. So lucky on the outside doesn't have to go against Lawan, who has uh, been a little tough on so lucky the last year or so. And, and Frank has a newcomer, Lucarelli, real mm. foot, who already has wins this year at Oaklawn and Sam Houston. Yeah, that's huge right there. Uh, real foot coming in, a son of flatter. Zatter, who's not a son of flatter, Zatter's number four in there. Um, you know, he was a, a, a pretty classy horse there at ages two and three for Bob Baffert. He's a six year old now. But he's in the barn of Joe Toy, a recent claim by Joe, uh, Greg and Chuck Conley. Has speeds, been running against some good horses in Phoenix. Uh, I thought he had a good chance in there, but that's a wide open race, number five at Emerald Downs. And Vince, of course, doing the morning line again this year. How about that eighth race on Thursday? The optional claimer for Phillies and Mares. And um, I'm going to go with the slight ups in there. I know Daffodil Sweet is back. That is great. She was our top three-year-old filly last year, rattling off three highly impressive sprint victories before running second in the mile on the 16th Washington Oaks. Don't Kiss and Tell really does sprint well. And, of course, she sprinted really well fresh last year for Tom Wenzel, losing that uh, head decision to a little less talk. Look at her sprints. Uh, she had a big sprint at the end of the meet there, winning by mm -hmm. about five lengths. Um, and she can handle the inside, it seems, career-wise. I'll go with Don't Kiss and Tell for a very slight upset. You know, another interesting newcomer to Emerald Downs, also in that race you just mentioned, is Squan's Kingdom for John Parker. And yeah. Candy Kreiderman, that horse uh, finished in front of a nice horse called Shiro, the big-time winner on the East Coast. So that horse obviously has a little bit of quality, I think over 300000 in lifetime earnings. Daffodil Sweet, our champion three-year-old filly last year. Boy, is she fast, and she looks like she's the controlling speed in here. Um, the other four all entered for 50000 Daffodil Sweet still has the condition. So uh, Chris Densley, Juan Gutierrez, Jody Peets and Company, uh, Steve Shimizu, uh, Daffodil Sweet, going to be a lot of fun to watch one of our returning champs this year. Yeah, looks like she's training. Uh, well, what's the morning line in there? Eight to five on Daffodil Sweet and three to one on Don't Kiss and Tell okay. is the second choice. Um, Kevin Radke riding Fortune's Freud in the two hole. She's followed. certainly a contender too. For you only, you mentioned Swan's Kingdom or Squan's Queen, Squan's Kingdom. For Candy Kreiderman, John Parker. Yeah, they've all got quality in that race. Yeah, bound I, for Jamaica. I went to uh, Thursday's sixth race. Okay. This, this is uh, open five claimer at six furlongs for three and up. Joe, 48 career Emerald Down wins in this wow. eight-horse field, including, of course, 23, a track record by uh, Mike Man's Goal. Then you got horses like Mirror Image, who was three for six here last year. Omachi Kid, our claimer of the meet last year, is in there. Pistol Power, who was really sharp last year. But I'm going to go for a price here. Desert Profit, uh, number four. Uh, this horse has not raced since 2019. Um, exchange rate gelding. Uh, this horse had the first official workout uh, this year at Emerald Downs back oh, in he? March and has been training steadily along. And, you know, the old thing about uh, Router... Uh, sprinting fresh. Yep. Um, this horse does have some quality. If you look at uh, who he was running against back in uh, 2019, you know, against Brahms Forest, Smoothie Lee, close to midnight, those were all good horses. And he certainly held his own against them. So I think at this level, 5,000, 
the horse uh, will be running late. So we'll see if we can maybe get home with a little price with Desert Profit. Good. Yeah, that he is going to be a price in there. Uh, again, as you said, he's a router sprinting fresh and off the long layoff for trainer David Martinez. Uh, really a loaded race with Mirror Image. Cody's Choice won twice at six furlongs here last year. He's fast. Sovereign Nation won three of his last four. Amachi Kid, claimer of the meat. Pistol Power, does he ever fire? Yeah. Mike Man's Gold back home. That's a and tough 5,000. Dynamite Lad making his Emerald Downs debut. Won his most recent start. That was at Phoenix a little more than a month ago. That's a really good race. Mm -hmm. And once again, uh, we do relate the passing of Harbor the Gold, the sire who has just been Dominic's the all-time leading sire in wins at Emerald Downs. He passed Ludledoo in 2020, and he's uh, by far and away the leading stakes sire in Emerald Downs history. Uh, his first two-year-old crop included Noosa Beach in 2008. Julia Rose was the first Northwest mare he bred, and her foal became Noosa Beach. How about that, getting off to a start for Harbor the Gold? And at the WTBOA banquets through the years, Noosa Beach was the champion Washington two-year-old of 2008. He has had a winner at every banquet, Vince, and of mm -hmm. course, in some years, multiple winners, Harbor the Gold, by uh, seeking the gold. And you know what's funny is, uh, for some reason in my mind, I still think of him as a young sire. Maybe it's because it's just been such a role. Uh, but he was getting along there in years a little bit. And he, if his horses went anywhere, his progeny, they performed well in California, really well. And uh, uh, maybe these next crops, we'll see. You know, there might even be, uh, the best might be yet to come. That's true. Uh, he apparently bred about 12 mares this year, which will be two-year-olds in 2024. But what a run for Harbor the Gold. Uh, arguably the best horse in track history right there with Stryker PhD, Noosa Beach, and uh, so many top runners, including last year, uh, state champion. Two yeah, and far and away our leading stakes sire. What is oh, it, 65, yeah, I think? Yeah, to, to 27 or something. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, what a run for Harbor the Gold, uh, st standing in Hermiston, Oregon at the Bar C Racing Stables of uh, Pam and Neil Christofferson. Just a tremendous run and uh, lots of runners this year and in future years, thankfully, from Harbor the Gold. Hey, uh, nobody, I don't think anybody responded to the trivia question last week. It wasn't that easy, but it was it, too tough. <laughs> the first sire and runner to win a stake race at Emerald Downs and then sire the winner of a stake race at Emerald Downs. So this horse won a stake here, you know, could have been in one of the early years. And then he also became a sire and had a stakes winner. Who was the first horse to do that? There's been a few. Try that again, trivia at emeralddowns.com and we'll come up with something fresh next week. But uh, we're uh, consumed by Emerald Downs starting. Next Wednesday, first race, 6 p.m. Thanks for listening to Horse Racing Northwest.